When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. I'm here with my buddy Derek Miller. Some of you guys may remember him from the old school video show, sitting on the couch with me and talking about, what, I think I just had you on because you're a funny guy. Yeah. Oh, well, The Secret Girlfriend was happening then. Secret Girlfriend yeah, was yeah. on. That's right. The Comedy Central show? The Comedy Central show. And now he's got a brand new TBS show coming out this Saturday if you're in the States or probably Canada. And Australia. And Australia. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Wedding Band. And um, I've seen billboards for it all over town. How does that feel? And it have you had enough people comment and be like, oh, I saw you today on Pico? Yeah, yeah, I've had, I'm getting Instagrammed like every day. So it's pretty fantastic. So people are Instagramming the billboard yeah, and like, for hey, the wedding band. Yeah, like, saw you again. Yeah. And you're the drummer, but you're a real-life drummer. I'm not a real-life drummer. I actually, I, I thought you were in a band. I thought you knew how to play music. No, I, I faked it in the test, and uh, then I was trained. I had to go to like a little band camp. Now, the thing is, because I remember when you were shooting, because I think you were doing what you're not supposed to do on set. You were releasing photos that you were taking. From yeah, yeah. Scenes. Actually, they're kind of cool about that whole thing. They say, like, you know, on the call sheet, it's like, do not text or tweet about what's happening today. Is and that then, right? And then the social media people from TBS go, like, no, 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 please, as many photos as you can. Get people excited about it. So, so. I remember being on, like, your, the Facebook and Twitter and seeing that you were putting up photos from the set. and Spoilers. Yeah, and that Brian Austin Green was in it. Um, Brian Austin Green, Harold Pierno. Harold Pierno from Lost. From Lost. Yeah. Uh, and, and who's the Melora Harden from The Office, and then P- and then Pete Camber from NCISLA. So I'm like sitting and I'm, I'm seeing these photos, and I'm like, oh great, like this looks cool. That you know, congrats, to Derek. He's got this job, and it seems like a legit show. It's not like a like a web show, you know what I mean? Like it, right. it's a TBS show, exactly. and then and then there or, was, or even a Comedy Central show. And, and, well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but then there's hey man, like, I'll go there. But then there was that period of a year after you took those right. photos, and I was like, okay, what well, is going on? What's happening? And so the wedding band, you auditioned for it. You faked your way into being a drummer. Yeah. How do you do that? 
Well, I, I knew, like, I went in there, the couple other guys I was testing against could play drums a little bit. So I, I'm like, the only thing in my arsenal is improv. <laughs> you know, like, right. that's, that's my big guns. So I got in there, and, like, we had to sing a song and all this stuff and play the drums along to it. You can so sing, though, right? I can sing a little bit. I was a musical theater major. But I also know that you do that show at I.O. Yeah, I do an guys improvised musical every yeah. Friday in Hollywood called Opening Night Improvised Musical. So please come by. It's been running for 14 years and will never stop. 14 years? 14 have years. Have you been a part of it for Yeah, I have. Years? Yeah, started it when I was but a child. And I remember you telling us about how meeting your wife on the cruise ship and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, in your yeah. Life. yeah. Same wife? So same wife you're with now. Same wife I'm still now. Okay, yeah, I haven't found the second one yet. Okay. Um, so cut to, cut to auditioning for Wedding Band, right? So I'm in there and like uh, starting to play the drums, singing along to the song. And I'm like, well screw this so I threw the drumsticks like into the crowd like into this like, like room yeah but you did it like rock star yeah yeah like full of the executives and yeah. everything and then like I stood up and I'm like trying to you know clapping my hands above Come my on, head yeah, getting get them all into it, it. Yeah. and they did like all these stuffy shirts I'm like oh this guy's making us clap and I'm putting down my pen and uh, so I think that was a huge win in that way because it's like I got them all on my side and all this kind of thing but they knew right from the start you couldn't play drums. Yeah, yeah. And our music coordinators are Adam Schlesinger and Stephen Gold, who did, like, That Thing You Do and Music and Lyrics. And they just won a Tony for – or, sorry, a Grammy. No, not a Grammy. What a Tony. I don't know what they won. No, they won, they won an award. It's called an Emmy is what yeah, they won. Yeah, well, for TV, uh, it's an Emmy. Um, for the show that my, um, Neil Patrick Harris did for the Tonys. Okay. See, the Tonys were involved. I okay. wasn't wrong there. Yeah, he did that. Not, it's not for gazing. And he trained you? Well, their drummer, Adam's in the band Fountains of Wayne. Oh, shit. Which, I love Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of theirs, too. And I've seen them dozens of times. So mm -hmm. I geeked out a little bit when I was at, in the test with them. I was like, hey, I've seen you a bunch of times. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't wow. care. I'm like, when am I going to meet Adam Schlesinger? Yeah, yeah. No, so, Fountains of Wayne is one of the – every CD of theirs is pretty good. Yeah, they're fantastic. I mean, just awesome songwriters. So, uh -huh. so they did all the – you know, he did all the songwriting for the show. Adam did. Or like all the retooling. So if you're a Fountains of Wayne fan, it's worth seeing this show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite Fountains of Wayne song? Of all time? Yeah. Uh, I, I like the song, off, the song off the first album called I Got a Flare. Mm -hmm. And I've got a real soft spot for that song. All right. But, um, but here's the funny thing, too. Like, any time we were out there, like, because Adam shared co-writing stuff with Chris Collingwood on it. And every time we were at lunch, I was like, um, so who wrote this song? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, who wrote Strawberry or Wine? And he would, he would tell me, yeah, yeah you know, who did it. But anyway, but their drummer was my, Brian Young was my drum teacher. And he was uh -huh. awesome. So he came to my house, and in my house was a Fountains of Wayne drum stool, or a throne, as I now know they're called, because uh -huh. that's what he taught me. So, like, that stuff was really cool to me. Like, I kind of geek out on the rock stuff. And then they've been great. Every time they've played concerts, you know, they hook up my whole family to come see their shows. And really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So. Just tell them I'm your, like, your Mexican, like, house servant. Yeah, done. So I can watch. Yeah. I don't even have to tell them that. They're, they're like, just tell them. Yeah, they don't have to play on their sympathies. They're just great people. Okay, good, good, so, yeah. good. You don't want to play on their other like white guilt. Yeah, no, white liberal guilt. Don't play on their white liberal guilt. <laughs> you know, okay. They, yeah, but they've got tons of that too. So great, good dudes. Um, so that's what the music. I mean, and all the songs are like basically sound like that in the wedding band. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all covers. Which what's is, the wedding band? Like, awesome. like, tell me, like, well, it's a wedding event band. The whole thing of our band is, is like, it's like that that band in Seattle who was going for it as a real band, and then they never made it, but they love playing music, so now they've switched to playing weddings. But they're totally fine with it because you go, everybody knows all the words to the songs. Yes, you've got everybody dancing to everything, so it's like awesome. It's and like, you can make a like, killing doing it. You can, you, you really can. And the more I've done this, like, I've I've explored, like, you know. There's all these forums for you know wedding bands in real life or event mm -hmm. bands and stuff, and it's pretty crazy. Like, I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see how those guys receive the show. You're too. friends with a, with a lot of actual like band musicians growing up, because I know I have. And as you as, as they progress in their careers, sometimes it just doesn't happen for them. 
they slowly they slowly either become backup musicians, singers, session guys, session yeah. guys, or they go right or they write they write music for Disney. And uh, my buddy Joel, who was in the Mr. T Experience, one of my favorite bands, like uh-huh. he, he he just started a show a band in Boston called The Power of Love, and all they do is Huey Lewis in the news. Awesome. Yeah, you, you hear know. about those like specialty bands that are just like like he's still got a band, but he does the the cover yeah, bands too. They do. Or we just do Hollow Notes, or we just do whatever. There are those. Any chance that this could segue you, you know, because you have musicians segueing into acting, you could be yeah. like the reverse Bon Jovi. Have you thought about that being the reverse Bon Jovi <laughs> at night? Do you ask? We were rehearsing that? to to get ready to play out. Like all, everybody's really serious about it. P- Pete's actually a really fantastic guitarist, uh-huh. and, and Brian's. Great. Brian grew up playing drums and keyboards. Brian's dad actually played with Glenn Campbell as a drummer. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green grew up oh. in music, and Harold's like virtuoso. Like any, any instrument he picks up, he plays really. Is well. that right? Yeah. So. But he couldn't open that fucking thing on lock. No, he couldn't get the he hatch. Open. The hatch open. No, he couldn't. That's he, bullshit. Yeah, he could play a cello, but a hatch. And look he couldn't out. see that those girls were playing. Them. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ask Harold like if he ever saw a script for the ending of Lost? Yeah. Yeah. Do you and, make and fun he, of him? He had not. I didn't make fun of him at all. Actually, you know what? A little fun little Easter egg. It's not even Easter egg. It's like blatant. In our second episode, we've got a nice little allusion to the ending of Lost. And this is going to come show. out every Saturday. Like every, every Saturday. Saturday yeah, up through episode. Christmas, we'll take a little break and then back in the How many year. episodes did you shoot? Because, we shot 10. Okay, now I have to ask you because you guys shot 10. You shoot them all the way through and then it's after a year? Yeah. I mean, because the whole thing, the TBS's new thing is there's a non-ending TV season. So they just release shows randomly throughout the year. And it's kind of good in the, in, the, in the sense a lot of people are like, well, they're dumping your show on a Saturday. But truth be told, Saturday is their second biggest night ratings-wise because that's when they show all their Big Bang Theory. Okay, I didn't want to say it, but like that's yeah, no, how I felt. I absolutely. felt like I was, like, I was like, here's Derek. He's sitting there. He's still performing with these bums at I.O. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, he, he, you know, I was like, here's Derek, and he's got this show, and, and I'm excited about it. He's got billboards everywhere. It's not like they're, it's not like they're, they're, they're not spending money on, on press. No, they're spending tons of cash on but it. But I know that the show, usually when a project sits for a year, I'm like, well, stick a fork in it, or it may not be that good. But Absolutely. I mean, that was, we had a lot of fear that way, too, but we're kind of seeing now, we're like understanding, like, the, 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 ge- the geography's completely changed in terms of when what's happening with TV. Well, because of Glee and all that stuff, do you think that that opened the doors for people to watch and, and, and sing along to a oh, TV in, show? Oh, in terms of music stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, just in terms of like day and time and all that stuff. Yes. Like everything's completely changed. And, you know, we're pre-sold through Fremantle, you know, who does American mm-hmm. Idol and you know, everything else. We're pre-sold to 100 countries around the world. So we're going to start airing everywhere now-ish. Mm-hmm. So I think we're okay. You know, a lot of people were scared about, well, why Saturday or anything So else? you're telling me that you may not Bon Jovi into into to music, but you may Hasselhoff. Is may that Hasselhoff. what you're saying? Or I might monkeys it. Be, well, I mean, being that international, perhaps perhaps yeah, it, like, be, be like Davy Jones or, yeah. or Hasselhoff. Might be more, more Hoff. I wouldn't mind being huge in Germany. I wouldn't mind being yeah. huge anywhere. Now, the, now, you've got 10 episodes, and the 10 episodes play right up through Christmas. Yeah, and then you got. I think it's like a week off. And, or two and, weeks and, off. And now, what happens if those if those things do well? Yeah, we have to know right away because they waited so long. So we'll find out for second season. Right. Early on. Because and, they and don't want your character to look like he went through his teenage years. No, not at all. You don't want to like yeah. look too old when you go back. Exactly. Like like Harold knows that because his kid on Lost. You know the first yeah, the first to, season looked like a kid. The second season looked like a fucking NBA player. Face out Walt because he grew ten feet. I was like yeah. Walt. <laughs> I was like. What happened more to like you? Wilt. More like Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. This kid uh, came back and he's like, why don't we just beat the shit out of John Locke? And I'm like, damn, what happened to him? Um, all right, so Brian Austin Green, have you met 
his wife. Yeah, we've met Megan's. Megan's fantastic. You've met she, Megan Fox. They just had their baby. Now listen, you've Megan's in our no, second episode. You've and she has that. a great side. You got to say that. I have to say what. You gotta, are you playing the PR game with me? Or are you being like, oh, Megan Fox is great? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We, I, we went, we went I, to, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not against you, here's or, this, or whatever with John, Megan Fox. I'm giving you the straight joke, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, we went out to brunch. You're in my house. I'm in your house, so <laughs> i got to be real. There's, there's dogs here. You there's a guard dog. dog right there. Uh, we, we went to brunch with them. And my That's wife. Hollywood already. Yeah, right. We went to brunch. Uh, here comes we the all spiel. ordered mimosas. Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> Brace yourselves, geekscapists. <laughs> and the shaved now, horseradish in my Bloody Mary <laughs> was not up to snuff. No. So, so you're, it's you, your wife. <laughs> and then Brian and Megan. Brian and Megan. That's it. Yeah. Just so, you. And, you know, Brian and I are close in age, and then our wives are a decade younger than us. Mm-hmm. So we're like, well, let's, let's see what happens, you know. And we'll see what happens. You make it sound like happens. your motherfucker is swung. This is yeah. no, this is <laughs> we no put bro. our keys into a bowl. Yeah. Uh, no, so we went to virtual. It was really great. Together. But I have to say this, though. The Deb was very intimidated by Megan. You know, your wife like, was. Absolutely. Because of the star yeah, stature yeah. and she's, you know, yeah. she's, she's Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. You're going of course. out with like, the sex symbol of America. Mm-hmm. So, she was, so it was very uncomfortable and it was a very tricky kind of a thing. And I think Brian and Megan, unfortunately, live in a world that we can't even comprehend of being like, we went to, just I picked the restaurant. I'm like, we'll sit in the back and it's quiet. By the time we left, there was five SUVs out front, oh all God. with cameras out front. I'm because like, you oh. were the guy in the wedding band. Because it, it was all because of me. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, sorry, they're like, guys. They're like, when's that Comedy Central? Central show yeah. coming back. <laughs> when's that Comedy Central shit coming back? Yeah, that's the six episodes of that weird first-person that, comedy. That's insane. Um, so, what'd you guys talk about at, at, at brunch? Yeah, not. I mean, they're just normal, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, everybody's yeah. normal, and like they're huge gamers. They I, get what out I, what, of here. What You're I just love, telling that for the geeks. No, no, no. What I love is this: they're, Megan plays more Halo than probably anybody. So there's all these little kids all over the country talking shit into their microphones to Megan Fox, and they have so no all you little idea. homophobe racists are yeah, actually yeah. doing it. Be careful to Megan Fox. It's Megan That's Fox. fantastic. Yep, I love and that. And her gamer tag is. And I'm just kidding. No, I, 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 <laughs> I love that. I think you know. What, I mean, what do you think it is when you when you you know what I mean? Like how how people just jump on them. You know what I mean? Like like they jump on Megan. Like I, again, I, I'm not here nor there. The Transformers movies. Hey. She was not. She she was Megan Fox in the Transformers movies. Those Transformers movies. If you don't like those Transformers movies, it's definitely not because of her. Oh no, yeah, you yeah. know. But that was great. what do you think that is? I mean, are you prepared for that when this wedding band turns you into uh, a sex symbol? You know, I, I know that. I'll, you know. When you turn into a sex symbol, when I turn into that sex symbol, are you prepared? Did she coach so I you? Keep eating cheeseburgers, so it'll did never happen to me. <laughs> did she coach you at all? <laughs> and say, listen, Derek. You know, it's you kind of funny though. Yourself, you know, your I, I, I was in Transformers Three. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't see Transformers Three. I bowed out after yeah. the first two, Man, but I will watch it now. Three's worth watching did you, th- you, it'll you play would you play R- I, I play a kind of a jerk in an office with shia and uh so, so i did get talked about bay but that was an amazing experience getting to be on set with michael bay and do the whole thing because i had a part that wasn't written into the script okay so i'd show up and bay would just kind of point at me like all right you're in the scene and what what's that all about? found me in a hold, holding space i don't I, I improvised through the audition so you were roughly like a featured extra no it was so, like, like a holding no, space. no we were there we were there no it was like me and um Andrew Daly, um, Ken Jong. So real people. Like yeah, yeah, Ken Scott Jong. Yeah, these are Yeah, legit. these are all like, you know. Not that you're not a real person, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on the low tonal pole. And uh, Stephen, Stephen Taylor, who's in everything. Like, you recognize him, character actor. But anyway, it was all improvised, and he would just call us into scenes. And like, what would, and he'd come up to me, what would you say here? Shia's doing this. I'm like, um, I'd say, like, In something kind of funny or something that has a little character. He's like, no, 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 what's this one? He's like, yeah, that's funny, say that. 
And That's then much cheaper than hiring a punch up from a script doctor. Yeah, exactly. Just Aaron, hire Aaron, you. Aaron Kruger on <laughs> yeah. set over there. It's like, yeah, you write the script. You should, yeah. So you wrote Transformers. I 3. totally. I wrote. Huh. I wrote half a scene. Because I thought Tyrese had written it. <laughs> <laughs> I he was there with a pencil in his did ear. You, no, no, every day. no, no, no offense with Megan. But here, let me finish that, this. this is did, really you, funny. did you meet Tyrese? I didn't get to meet Tyrese. Fuck, okay. Was yeah. yeah, sorry. Leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but, so, so you but it got to the it got to the point where it was really funny because I'd be sitting there. I'm like, okay, so I can kind of talk, but kind of can't. And there's times where I'm like standing next to Shia, like kind of uncomfortably, kind of like Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Adventure when mm-hmm. he gets stuck in a scene, like doesn't know what to do. So I'm like, so can You're I just around. can I just talk whenever? So like, well, I'm gonna try it. So like, the scenes happening, and I'm like, Mrip, snarky little bit here, and then God from Bay, Derek, shut the fuck up. Right, right. Okay, good. So I won't that's talk. That's what they you. hired you for to shut yeah. the fuck up. Uh, I think that's great. But then, but then, uh, but then, you know, I, I, uh, you know, cut to like you know, four hours later. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try it again. When will I ever mm. be on set? Yeah. Again. So I do it, and then I sit there and wait. And he's like, okay, cool. Let's uh, move around to get Derek's coverage on that line. I'm like, awesome. Not only that, like, so so sometimes you'd risk getting yelled at, and then sometimes like you'd actually contribute to something that. Yeah. Would then cost another million dollars in coverage to be shot for exactly. the next five days. Yep. And piss off some union guys. Did you now now listen, did you did your <laughs> character now go ahead and spoil it because I will watch Transformers, but I will fast forward to when yeah. I see a recognizable you blur going past my and I'll be like, Oh, that's Derek, I'll stop it. Do you, do, <laughs> now do you get eaten by a robot? I got to run from Laserbeak, which was awesome because just like a month prior to that <laughs> Can you imagine you you're fucking five years old watching oh, Transformers well, and one day you get to like run from that cassette tape? Yeah, yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah, that well, were, that's insane. Well, dude. the month before, my mom had cleaned out my closet and gave me all my Transformers. Mm-hmm. So then, I, I, you know, I'm on set. I had no idea what's going on because everything's top secret and whatever else. I'm like, like, okay, cool. Laserbeak's gonna tear through the office. I'm like, Laserbeak? <laughs> I just got given Laserbeak back to me in this box of toys. Holy so, shit! Yeah. So I was now like, that's on your epitaph. Like he ran from Laserbeak. Ran from Laserbeak. But it was the syphilis that got him. <laughs> 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 me and Capone. Yep. What an what an incredible story. Yeah, like that. And so, to you and Megan had like that to talk about. And Brian, he seems cool. Like he seemed cool because when he went to Beverly Hills High and he got over the death of his friend by the accidental gunshot. Right. I thought that took a lot of character. So I've always liked Brian Austin Green. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. You know, and he's a huge. I, I, he's I a big. They, he's they actually a massive gun. They shouldn't have been playing with that gun <laughs> no, in that first all. episode no. of Manitou and Should not have been doing that. But luckily, it shot yeah, his friend and I. You know him. it better than me. There's so many. You know what I'm things. talking about, though, right? Oh, the uh, the last season of Nine ended with he and his buddy playing with a gun that they had found. And the buddy ended up oh, getting man, shot. Man, I did not. I did not see this. Okay, so like the, the cliffhanger at the end of Nine Two and Zero, very original was they're playing with the gun and the gun drops and goes off. And it fades to black, and you don't know who died until the beginning of the second of the second season. Wow. And Brian is the DJ, and he he was the nerd first season, and yeah. that's when, that's when they're like, oh, but his friend died. They start being nice to him because they're awful human beings who only yeah. be nice to somebody once his friend died. Yeah, um, we can and, learn a lot from that. And, and, and I don't know what happened to the other actor, <laughs> the guy who actually died. Yeah. Because he did not go on to marry Megan Fox and, bear, no. and have her bear his child. It could have gone very differently <laughs> for that guy. It could have gone very differently for very differently. He could not have been in The Wedding Man. Yeah. What do you, uh, is he a gamer? Is he a comic book guy? Yeah, he's, he's a big gamer, too. He, he actually he bought me my Xbox for my trailer so we could you know co-op play mm. in between takes and stuff. And then he's a huge Star Wars fan. He's building an R2-D2 robot right now in his house. So should, Brian's cool. Should we put a petition together to try and get him in the Star Wars? You should, we should get you in these new Star Wars. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love that. What is your he, one of his one of his favorite things that's ever happened to him is meeting George Lucas on well, set of Nightmare like on Elm Street. You could play like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beerus, like like oh, other can, can kids I take that away from who like never were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joel Egerton. <laughs> yeah. Did he steal something from you? 
Joel Egerton? No. Isn't that the dude? He stole my heart. Yeah. Um, speaking of him and speaking of wives and celebrities, this past Sunday, my buddy James, uh, he directed a movie called Smashed, and he has this, uh, he had this party. And Did and everyone I, get smashed? No, I mean, <laughs> Smashed has Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it okay. and Aaron Paul. And so we're at this party, and uh, my wife and I end up in this conversation with uh, Liam and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Liam's her husband, and he's from Austin, so he and I have this common okay. ground. And they, they're dog lovers. So we spend an entire hour talking to, like, Ramona Flowers and her husband and like, yeah. <laughs> about dogs. The whole topic is dogs and Austin and da-da-da. They're amazingly wonderful people, right? Not unlike the Greens, right? Right. Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. And, and, and here's the thing. My wife wasn't nervous the entire time, but, I, but I'm, like, sitting here going, man, the geeks gave us aren't going to believe I'm having a one-hour conversation with the, the wonderful Ramona Flowers. Oh, right. You know what I mean? And, um, and we walk back to the car, and, and she's like, they're awesome. We should be friends with them. I was like, yeah, well, James really loves them, and, and they seem great. And, and, I, and she's like, what is She's an actress, right? And I go, yeah. And she's like, man, that must be tough. My wife, Laura's like, man, that must be tough. When we get to the car, I was like, nah, actually, she's doing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, really? Have I seen her anything? Yeah. I was like, remember when I took you to see the uh, remake, sort of revamp of the thing? Yeah. She was the main character. Remember when I took you to see Scott Pilgrim? Remember when I took you to see Death too. Proof? Remember when I took you to yeah, see all yeah. those movies she's a little, like, a lead in? Yeah. And she goes, oh, well, that's why. That's why. cool. That's all why, right. That's why we have those wives. That's, yeah. That's their job. I love, I mean... And I was like, that's cool that my wife They could be the it. nonplussed buffer she, in she a celebrity didn't party. I mean, we had the, uh, an intensely normal conversation about growing up in Austin and our dogs. That's nice. And that, it, it's they're, nice. But that's what Hollywood stars is like. Stars are people, too. Is. That's, that's your version of that. that well, star, stars are absolutely they, people, they, too. They do things just and, like us. And, I, and, 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 I've been, and this is why I wanted to have you on the show. Because when this wedding band comes out on, the, on Saturday... And a lot of people see it, They're like these glee hards, these diehard glee kids. <laughs> these gleeks, are they called gleeks? I think they are called gleeks. I wonder what else would be called, wetheads? Wetheads. Yeah, you heard it here um, first. Some wetheads. Wetheads? Yeah. Yeah. Brides, no. Bridesmaids? No. Uh, uh, best men? Horny gr- we have a horn section that comes in and plays, and they're called the horny groomsmen, which I think is pretty awesome. I think the horny groomsmen would be a good name for your fans. Yeah. But, but when, the, when, the, when they all flock to this and they start singing along... Um, you know, all the songs will be on work. iTunes, too. So just you know to tell work. everybody there. Yeah. You're right. you know I get to right. sing the, the song the as well, too. I get true. really excited. What you said about the climate of TV changing is true. Yeah. That now you can support a TV show through like the iTunes, the proliferate, the transmedia stuff. Will there be an oh, app? Yeah. Will there be a video game like an Angry Birds wedding band version? Well, there's already there's already two video games on the website right now. There's Get out of there's here. the Conga Line video game. How like, long can lying. you make it? No, Are I'm dead serious. And then the other one is, uh, it's kind of like, uh, like a you remember the Remus games like Rebus? You know, like where's a picture, like in a story. You know what the Rebus like? It's like you'll have to it's describe like, a little. It's like here. I love you. It's a picture of an eye. And yes, then whatever yes. else, yeah, and yeah. You have to translate so, it. Yeah, so it's those, but it's bands. So they're all these symbols for bands, and it's like and a it trivia. And it could be Aerosmith or Bon Jovi. Yeah, and it's like an arrow YouTube going through uh, right. Smith and Wesson. Now, now, Marion Fox is a gamer. How is she with these online games? Oh, I don't know. These just these are brand new. These what are is just up on the score? website? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you said you were before we started recording that you're playing the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'm literally just like three hours into it, so I'm pretty I cannot I'm play pretty that fresh. Game. Yeah, you'll, you'll lose because, your life. Because Red Dead Redemption, like, I hundred, I literally 100%ed that game. Oh, yeah, and then the zombie version took another whole and, chunk of life. And uh, I'm watching my buddy Flitz. I started hosting this show for a company called Meta Cafe. And I, and I go over there, and all these guys do. They work for The Node and Freddie Wong and all those people. And I, I go over there, and it's just a company full of guys who make YouTube videos and play video games. I go over there, and if one guy's not playing a damn 
video game. The other one's watching YouTube. And I'm sitting here going, how does this place even get anything done? And Flitz is playing this Red Dead, this, I call it Red Dead Redemption because it's, it's what it feels like. And I go, hey, man, how's Assassin's Creed 3? And he goes, it definitely feels like a cousin to Red Dead Redemption. And I was like, whoa, can't touch that because, yeah. I mean, I, the, next, the next stage would be me with my bags on the, on the, on the curb being like, well, they're away my life. Yeah, I, I asked special permission now for game time. From the wife and really yeah yeah and the, the thing is she's got a nine-to-five job so okay. she, and she's real keen on me being awake in the morning like to help her get to yes. work like yes she, she's, well, she's, you have a do you have dogs yeah we have dogs with dogs yeah. you have to be part of that process right. you can't be the guy who's well, like she, i'm just gonna read another comic well because i'm out of work actor i'm i'm daytime dog guy and right. i take him to dog park a lot does and, it get depressing what she gets hurts? she gets scared at night too so i'm i'm nighttime dog guy so it's kind of her job in the morning what kind of dogs do you have we have two rescues we have one that's kind of a uh uh, kind of a jack mix kind of a thing. He's about f- 15 pounder. Mm-hmm. And then we got a little tiny guy, five pounder, who was hit okay. by a car. My sister kind of helped rescue. And then we got from her. And he's okay. a scrappy little okay. chihuahua. Because I'm like, I'm like, you can just bring your dogs over here and we can run them around the yard. Yeah, I could do. You know, and, and, then, and then we can we, we could play games. I'll have a Wii U in a month, brother. Yeah. We, can, we can play Wii U. Wii U? You know what the Wii U is? It's a brand new Wii that's coming out. Really? I, I'm not kidding. See? There's a brand new Wii system coming out. Oh, man. And it's, I'm, I'm getting that. Yeah. I'm getting that. We You're like the connect. Over. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like the Just Dance game is huge just in our house. Just flailing in front of your yeah. – it's like the new way of gaming. I think that there needs to be a wedding band game that has you flailing. Not unlike – and it could be called The Audition. And it could be your audition. Yeah. It could be based. It could be behind-the-scenes content <laughs> be, about uh, the making the of the show. The mosh pit version. You know? <laughs> Three arms around. And some people can play the executive. Some people can play Derek Miller. That's just what I think. Yeah. So uh, I, I cut you off, but you said that you actually are going to sing a song – in one of the episodes. Yeah, I do, which was which was a huge boon for me. I thought that was pretty great. Do like, you to, get... Because, you know, I think every every comedian wants to be a rock star, and every rock star wants to be a comedian. But you get to be both. And I get to be both. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. What is the song? It is a cover. Yeah, I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's worth it. It's, it. it's the end of the third episode, so stick around on that one. We will DVR that. How are you doing yeah. on time? I'm great on I time. I know you have to go Do to the you... airport to pick up your no, father. No, no, I'm good. I'm fantastic. Where, where's your father coming in from? He's coming in from Chicago. We're Chicago natives. My brother's sitting here next to us. I know. For yeah. those people who are like, we he, keep referring he, to we this. Can, if he, if he used to talk, we could barely hear him, but he is yeah. here. <laughs> you can hear him. He's got a good laugh. And this is the reason I'm a comedian is because my brothers would laugh at all the dumb shit I said growing up. They're they're six years younger than me, so they were the best audience on the planet. I think that's true. The only reason my brother became a professional wrestler is we used to beat the shit out of him. He used to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> he Your brother's to, a wrestler. Yeah, yeah he used yeah. to fake being hurt and running to my parents. Yeah. So faking the fight. That's what got him into pro wrestling. Um, yeah, Paul was in the WWE for six, seven years. Is that the dogs or is that my that stomach? That's the dogs, okay, not I the stomach. My stomach is growing. Yeah, are you hungry, sir? Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm right. Okay, we yeah. can go get a cheeseburger. No, that's okay. What I like about this new portable recording device is I can we could do this. We can continue this. We could do this at McDonald's, yeah. but you know, some guy may come and over nugget. and ask us for shit. You know, <laughs> it's a risk you run sometimes in the McDonald's. He, well, he might ask for t- to talk about his Twitter account. He might come yeah. over to you and be like, "I seen you on the posters on Pico." Yeah, that the Pico's one gets the most traffic. I don't know. Well, the, the, here's the cool the, thing about and the, honestly, the La Brea one. The La Brea I use one gets La Brea a lot. Load. In, in in Geekscape, it's here in L.A. Uh, just near Pink's Hot Dogs, Pink's famous hot dogs, like a block up or a block down. There's a big wedding band billboard that has Derek Miller there with his drumstick that he doesn't know how to play, and yeah. he's sitting there. Have you you've learned? I can you've play learned. now though. There's, like, yeah. there's over 40 songs through the series, so like I had to. There's no and way to, so no way to there he drums. is with Brian Austin Green and, the, and Harold yeah. from Lost. And 
The cool thing about the, the billboards, the biggest victory of all the, of all of them was the, the one on Sunset's right next to the Chateau Marmont. Mm. And I worked at the Chateau Marmont for five years doing room service and, mm. you know, uh, bartending all the parties. And I used to stare out at that billboard from, you know, the, the balconies when I was bartending, like, for Leo DiCaprio's, whatever, wow. New Year's party. And, and I'm here, yeah, that's incredible. Cut to... I'm on that billboard right next to the hotel. It's I imagine fantastic. that that sequence in when I, one day when I do the Jerry Miller film. Um, <laughs> that sequence. Now, listen, this is how it's going to be. You're going to look out that window, right? While Leonardo DiCaprio and his entourage are getting drunk behind you and, and acting, you know. Yeah. And you're going to look out and you're going to look at that billboard and you're going to kind of do the "Somewhere Out There" song from uh, American Five Tale. Old. Yeah. And you're going to sing to that billboard and then it's going to do a montage slowly into. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and his friends beating you up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still singing. Degrading you, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it ends with you covered in urine. <laughs> <laughs> Most stories with me do. Well, do you still have coworkers that work there? I do. One of my, one and of, and they're like, one of my good buddies is there. He's like, oh. He was actually really great about it. He goes, hey, I saw it, and, and whatever else. But there are other people there who are like, F that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. I'm yeah. going to be mayor of this town. Yeah. And yeah, one guy pulled up. Well, I, I pulled up when it first happened, and I, and I saw it. And I actually, I got you really. over there? What's that? You went over there and like fucking rubbed it in their faces. No, no, no. Like I pulled up on the street like when I first saw it and I started, I teared up. Like I'm like, this is great. This is, you know, this is every kid's dream to be on a billboard. And I was all teary eyed and I got out and I took a picture with my iPhone with it in the background Mm -hmm. and the guy, the valet there is like, oh, what's going on? Like, I'm like, oh, that, uh, this is my billboard. I'm here. I go, you have dreams. (laughs) And I go, actually, (laughs) I actually used to work at the Chateau and, and he he goes, yeah, that's going to be me next. Like, with not even like, hey, man, I'm this, whatever else. He's like, yeah, that's going to be me next. I'm like, okay, cool, guy. <laughs> you have to build dreams with bricks made of gold. Yeah. Please, My wife sir. works there now. She's, she's, Does she really? Yeah, so she's like, she has to see the me every day. She's the night of fiver there, yeah. Man, ain't that the rub being the guy who, like, has to manage his own time? Like, when you came over here, I'm working before that. I was, right. I was pitching on a campaign. You called me and you were like, hey, can we record later? And I was like, absolutely. I'm, like, having my producer being like, where is it? And the client's like, where is it? And everybody's like, where is it? Um, but managing your time is something that, I mean, I think it, it works as, like, an actor as well. Um, you have to learn that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You absolutely I mean, have like, to learn that's that that thing, like, you, you don't get taught the business of acting. Like, you leave acting school and you're like, oh, I know about Chekhov and whatever else. But you don't know about, like, hey, here's how to schedule your day. Yeah. And then here's how to make contacts and here's how to do the whole thing. Yeah, and, I, and I do everything, cool to too. until 4 a.m., but it's not cool. Nah. It's destructive at this yeah, point because you're going to be broke. Right. Like crazy. So, but, yeah, I mean, I write, too, and I just directed my first commercial. So, like, I'm, I'm, I, I cannot not be doing a lot of stuff. You know, I always have to be doing a What kind things. of stuff are you writing right now? Is it more um, shorts like your I wrote, I wrote a bit hipster? for I wrote the a hipster bit for thing's s- amazing. Thank you. I haven't done any web stuff in a while. I wrote for Secret Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing and pitching again with my writing partner. And then, um, yeah, and then I just wrote a short that we're shooting in a week that I want to kind of develop as a feature. But, yeah, just kind of always doing stuff. I have to be. Right. Yeah. No, and you, I'm always improvising. I'm always on stage. The different plates have to be going. I uh, I call it that too. Plate so spinning. The, the, the plate spinning. I had this kid who was shooting this show that we were recording it. Like this happened like last week, and we're recording. And he goes, and he called me a host. He's like, well, not everybody can be a host. And I was like, I'm not a host. Like, look at my Wikipedia entry, and you tell me whether or not I'm a host. Yeah. Like, I'm a host one day out of the week. The other day out of the week. One day. Out of the, one day. One day out of the week. Hats. I'm a teacher. One day out of the week. I'm a this. One day out of the week. I'm a oh, dog hey. walker. 
Yeah. <laughs> Here's something fun, though. Talking about n- new hats, I just started getting into voiceover stuff, and I just nabbed. I'm going to be the main guy in a new game. It's going to be like one of the biggest games on the iOS platform mm-hmm. in the new year. And it's I love the premise of it. It's pretty fantastic. Some of the guys who did the original Halo are developing it. It's going to be like one of the best games on an iPad for core gamers. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. How I, many core games are there on an iPad, though, for like core gamers? Like, I mean, is there's there not anything a ton, that right? would like, like get the, the blood pumping? I don't know, but this is pretty great. I, I played the first level. And, is uh, it a shooter? Is it a platformer? It's a shooter. Okay. Yeah. And does but it move it, okay it's on great. iOS? It moves beautifully, and it's got this fantastic time travel element to it. It's a really cool game, and the artists on it are all DC artists who drew like on Hawkman and okay, all stuff. So, so like, it was sitting element. in there was a total. Is it a time element like Braid, or is it a time element like Portal like type of thing? Is I, it a puzzly thing? I can't reveal anything. So is I'm it like puzzly totally or shootery? More pu- shootery sh- than it's puzzly. It's more shootery. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's awesome. So I'm gonna start Would recording Megan Fox be good at this game? She'd probably be very good at this game. Okay. I don't know how good her, her tapping skills are. Yeah, it, that's what worries me about the getting into like an iPad game is that you're sitting there and you're tapping with your thumbs do you, do you have an on iPad? like a screen. No, but do you get good at any? I mean, all I know is, is iPad gaming to me feels more like it would be akin to like just dragging stuff across yeah. and swiping more than actually tapping. It's like, like zooming in and all that kind of stuff, I guess. Okay. I know, like, yeah. I, li- I like gaming on my iPad a lot. I've what, got, like, what can you Kingdom Rush play? I love. Did you play that okay. at all? No. That game was awesome. And I kind of got into some of the like, – I like playing all the board games like Carcassonne and Catan. Sure. Like all that stuff's that pretty great. That seems like – that and adventure gaming I feel like could have a brand new life uh, absolutely on mm. an iOS device. Yeah. Adventure gaming where you have to choose the different options. Your character goes sure, here and, like, and – just go through this door. Put sentences together and pick up items. I think that's perfect. The Walking Dead games are the best iteration of The Walking Dead. Right. And I've said that on the show, and I think that The Walking Dead, you got to be on that. You got to be like, a, you got to die on the show. <laughs> like everybody who goes on the show oh, dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to have you on there. Well, my buddy Scott Gimple's one of the. I, we had Scott a couple months ago on Did the you? Geekscape. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to ask him again because he's got a Punisher comic coming out. So. Yeah, yeah. So I want to ask him to come on again. Have him come back, talk about Punisher. And actually, I think he wrote that a couple years ago. It's kind of a storyline. It's kind of been sitting mm-hmm. around. But I, I'm a huge fan of Scott's. And Scott's awesome. Stoked. Yeah, he's he, great. He's great on Geekscape. But yeah. that, and no offense to the TV show, but that video game. Is my favorite version of The Walking Dead. This I is re- the one like the kind of choose your own adventure. Totally. Yeah, I only played the first level on PlayStation. Did it freak you out? It did freak me out a little bit. It was a little scary. Dude, it's intensely yeah. scary. You know what? I just played that dead. Um, what's the one on the Xbox? And it's just kind of a puzzle game with zombies. It's fantastic. But it's not Dead Island. No, no. It's it's a it's a downloadable game. And it's awesome. I love it. Do you play a lot of DLC, like downloadable games? No, it's the first time I've did it because somebody, somebody else recommended it to me. And I love it. And it's a puzzle game with zombies. Yeah, i got to look it up. It's great. It's your, worth it. Your listeners will know. Yeah. It's okay. on the they're, Xbox. They're probably yelling it right now. Being like, you idiots. Um, well, I play it, so. And you were reading, com- reading comics, but you're not into them now? Or they I was. Happened? I had to give them up before I got married. It was kind of a stipulation because, you know, it's, a, it's an expensive habit when you're spending like 20, 30 bucks a week. And you, 20, that, 30 that, bucks is a pittance <laughs> compared to what well, I Well, I know. I know. To, to your, but but, but when, that, when your wife's looking at budget as how many flowers that could buy. So yes. that was kind of the end of it. But I got back into it again recently. I, I am halfway through AVX, and I'm kind of digging it. I AVX, like I thought, went a little long, but it's very good. And if you it, need any guide guidelines Yeah, I'm going to come it, talk to you about it. Talk to me about what you need to buy and what you don't need to buy, because there's some stuff that you absolutely don't need yeah, to I buy. Yeah, I got a lot of supplementary stuff. I was like, yeah, I kind of do not care about this. There's some stuff that's like – there's some stuff that was happening in, like, Uncanny X-Men that, that was like, whoa, that's important. And there's some stuff that was happening in, like – like A versus X, the actual like fight book, you don't need any of that. No. The only one it's you need cute. is when you it's see It's really cute to watch those they fights. They did they did cover Storm and the Black Panther 
Trump's marriage ending in that one. Oh, okay. I did not see that. Like that is the only time that you can you should read that book. And someone gets captured in that book. I forget, I think Thor gets goes down in that book and gets captured. And then when you're actually reading AVX, you're like, wait, when did Thor get captured? And it actually happened in that book. But oh, okay. it felt like a throwaway book because they're throwing sure. jokes and shit in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the pop of video you know? of comic books. Post-AVX, AVX Consequences is probably, I'm looking forward probably to see the, the most important book that Marvel is doing right now because it sets up all of Marvel now. Right. Which we're now reading. And you could probably jump into Deadpool right now, the Marvel now Deadpool. Is this the Steve Agee? That, uh, Brian Posehn. Posehn, Brian Posehn. Sorry, not fucking, Yeah, yeah. Posehn. Uh, I'm not a Deadpool fan, but I read it this morning, and I'm excited to see. I'm it. on it, and I like, love who did the art. I love Tony the Moore. Yeah. Tony Moore, who love did him. the first six issues of The Walking Dead, and he did Fear Agent. Tony Moore, yeah. like doing Deadpool, it's it's a perfect marriage. It's That's like great. automatic. I'm buying this book the second it came out, um, and again, like me looking forward to a Deadpool book, I never thought I would. Yeah, and this is a good book. Um, the Marvel Now stuff, I can help you pick through it. Our writer, can I say one Sean, thing that bums me out? Sean Madden, our writer, could could walk you through it. Well. Okay, he's very I'll, good at this. I'm gonna uncontact you because I want to get okay. all caught up. But, but what book? My my favorite my favorite comic book as a kid. Well, I was a huge Daredevil fan, and then I kind of got like Excalibur was my thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the, the, the the whole run, and. I thought when they brought back Captain Britain and MI6 yes. and all that stuff, it was terrible because they just did not write Brian Braddock how he used to be written. Brian he was Braddock, alcoholic like, mess. He was a great character. Yes, and, and his problem wasn't alcoholism. His problem was like trying pride. to be t- pride. Yeah, and they they touched on that in AVX when he tried to take on the Phoenix by himself. Yeah, and he fucked it. Yeah, it was great. But it, but it was kind of a toss-away, and they just needed more of that. But it was the first time that I'd seen them. This is what I liked in AVX, yeah. where they kind of like, oh, great, you're addressing Brian Braddock as a character. Uh, if you're reading – if you read X-Force, there was a storyline that dealt with the multiverse and Brian Braddock and, like, all the Brit- Captain Britons kind of being in charge of protecting the multiverse. And mm-hmm. that was actually a really good run, and he was the man in that. But and you're, then Megan, you're right. Megan saved everything with yeah. uh, the end of uh, – was it? Um, House of M. So X-Factor – Yes, the old school X Factor. I still remember that, the, like picking up X Factor number one, like back in the day, and just being a, like, "Oh my God, this is incredible!" Like yeah. Nightcrawler's on a team, and I love Nightcrawler because he switch, he's like swashbuckling and stuff. Yeah, it was like awesome. That. The sword. Um, yeah, I, c- I would recommend the new X. I mean, if you didn't read Mad Fractions or Rick Remender's X Force, like that was a good one yeah. to read. I'll take um, a look at it. I was just kind of bummed when they brought out. I'm like, "Oh, great, he's got his own title, and this is the whole thing." So what you're telling me X-Cover. is that even though they've been outlawed, you're sneaking comics back into your marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was kind of cool. I was like, I'm like, this is what's going on, and she was great. Because I wanted to get, I told her I wanted to get back in, and AVX I thought was a decent place to do it. And that was like a counseling yeah. session, or like, like how did, like, what did it take for you to put that on the table? No, it was just kind of gauntlet thrown. And then I think she didn't realize it was happening as much as it was going on. So we're, so we're pretty. It's like an that. addiction, dude. Yeah, it isn't. You're really. like smoking outside and hoping that she doesn't yeah, taste exactly. your breath. Yeah, eating mints. Yeah. Like hoping that you don't end up in a conversation where like, remember when Magneto? And she's like, wait a minute, you would have only known that had you done <laughs> comics. <laughs> Are you doing? What did you learn? I learned it from watching you. Like I learned it from re- listening to Geekscape. Um, comics can be dangerous, and yes, I, you know I, 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 love I don't that? hide receipts from my wife. Oh, that's good. But well, we share bank accounts. But so I also don't I drink alcohol. Oh, I don't wow. drink alcohol. I've never drank alcohol. Good. And so that you've already won the battle. So basically, you what, can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. So basically, whatever what every motherfucker spends on their debaucherous bullshit, I spend on my pre-adolescent like You're, crap. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, look, this is fantastic. And you know what? You know? I can't sell back a beer, but you could sell you back can't. a bagged and boarded. Right. Uh, 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 well, unless, you know, yeah, once you drink it, that wine ain't sending nobody to college. Right. Yeah. It's you know, mm. yeah. 
so you but win. The problem Cross is, board, like, this, this house is finite, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm now at the point where I can build furniture out of those fucking boxes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we need a new bedroom? Let me just build a wall with my comic book boxes. See? Yeah. Now you don't see Makes me. Makes a great headboard. She's going to come home one day, and she's just going to, like, be like, What's that smell? One of the dogs is going to be eating me because I've been crushed under my boxes. When will you ever sell your books? Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, when I reorganize them, I reorganize them alphabetically, mm-hmm. but I also in, in chronologically, of course. But but I I also organize them in two separate collections. One that I can put away with, and and and, and I'll keep that. Yeah. And then one that I would uh, sell or re- you know yeah. find a new home invest. For. I was uh, I, w- I went to Long Beach Comic Con last uh, last weekend with David Uslan, who's uh, Michael Uslan's son, and Michael Uslan produces all the the Batman movies. And so David grew up in a house where they had like eighty thousand comic books. And he told me like during his summers as a kid, his summer job was reorganizing his father and his family's wow. comic collection. And it got to the point where I wish my dad gave me jobs like that. And, and they're big Indiana Hoosier fans. Like oh, the, nice. like the whole family is Indiana Hoosier fans. And I Dave, went to IU. David. David did you told know that? me I didn't. I did not. Yeah. But okay. but but no. you went to IU. Go who's your and, fans? All right. So and IU's library, yes, has the biggest do- comic book donation I think in the U.S. because it was the Uslan's family, really? and they they had to drive it down in multiple Penske trucks. Wow. Their comic book collection, bagged and boarded, and they're in all down Penske in Penske trucks. It's called the Lilly Library there. Are and now they have at Indiana University. They have uh, Fleming. First editions there and handwritten notes by Ian Fleming all there. Really? Yeah, and it's a cool library. You have to go and you have to put on the white gloves and they and you watch saw you. Skyfall. I did see Skyfall last night. Did you go I and I, and I will tell. T- <laughs> I'm not podcasting. This guy totally fell, guys. Because um, everyone and their mom is looking at this, being like, "Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 900. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome." And but I can't help. I can't well, help but seeing Bond and being like, "Oh yeah, that's not going to be the same." Well, you're not a Bond fan. So times. you're right. I can't speak to you. Right. I, I will. You know, so Terry, this is we were just talking about this. That I used to work for the Ian Fleming Foundation. Right. So it's it's near and dear to my heart. And, and they also, had a billboard outside that now has a wedding band. Yeah. Well, actually, one of the bus one of the bus stops on one side's me and the other side is Bond, and I think Get that is. Kind of the coolest cool. thing that's ever. That's cool. Yeah. Did Me you Instagram that? Craig's on the other. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't bend space though. I got to get like that split you screen get that Instagram split screen thing. Yeah. Thing. iPhone. But, but yeah. So having being a huge Bond fan, we had a, we had a marathon last night. We invited Bond nerd friends over and my brothers and stuff, and we watched Casino Royale Quantum, and then went to go see Skyfall. You guys got yourself like, I'm yeah. such a man. I'm such. By the end of it, you're tearing each other's shirts off. Be like, ah! Yeah. I just run out in the fucking woods naked. When I want to be a man. <laughs> I burn my we don't. I, bur- we I burn my pubes off with brush fire. <laughs> that would be a man. I fucking eat an animal and burn my pubes off with brush fire, and then I just go run out of the woods we, and kill something. We punch something. each other in the face and drink scotch we can't afford. Uh, no, but the uh, but I, I I didn't love it. I like a lot of things about it, but I, I you know we'll see. I have to see it again. But his abs were hot. What's that? Let's fuck with you. I said his abs were hot. <laughs> like, no, his abs were awesome. Guys. Okay, so if you're in it for the abs. We we just today Geekscape is go to the Geekscape website. Like we have a fifty year bond retrospective up on the site that Scott Almeniana put up, and I, it, it's interesting. It was interesting. Even I mean, I had to edit the motherfucker, so I of course I read it. And not being a Bond fan, I got to tell you, this retrospective is still interesting because just the things about like why the certain actors chose to not continue as Bond mm-hmm. or being asked to continue as Bond. Like yeah. how Roger Moore was fifty seven when he finished doing a Bond oh, yeah, movie, man. and the reason why the con- like. The different stuff with the contracts and how 
I mean, I thought that was really, really, really interesting. And that stuff's great. I mean, that's I, you know, I was super inside baseball. If you watch the special editions, my name's on every single. We did all the special editions, so my name's on all those Bond movies now, which is really, really? cool. As is that legacy. part of this Blu-ray 50th anniversary? I think set? a lot of those documentaries are on there, but it's the one they put out that like 2005 when they put them all out for uh, the 20th movie. So you've had odd yeah. jobs like a mother in this. Oh yeah, industry. I've done everything in this town. I've been barista. I've been food delivery guy. I've been. Uh, I drove limos. I was a nanny for five years. Like, I've done pretty much everything my, you could do. But my students don't believe me when I tell them. Because they're like, when we graduate, we're going to sell our films for millions of dollars. And I was like, guys, I just want to prepare you. I had two Ivy League degrees, and I was working in a lumberyard. I just want to prepare you for that. Yeah. And they were like, but that won't be us. And I thought, I was cocksure when I came out of film school, too. But yeah. but well, what was the worst job that you had? The uh, wedding band? Start on Saturdays? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> worst job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst job I've had in LA, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know that I've had terrible jobs in LA. I mean, You're I, I, politics, I, man. I know, I, I, no, I, none of them. Were, I never had like, I was never like glazing hams or anything right. like that. Um, they all, they were all pretty different, and they were all, they were all interesting for the ten minutes that I had them. And they all led to this, the yeah. wedding band on Saturday nights on TBS. <laughs> but I, I, I do, I ran casting sessions for about ten years, and I still do that. Like the week we yes. wrapped Wedding Band, I know I went a lot back. of actors who do that. Yeah. yeah, I went back though the week I wrapped just because I wanted to be like I'm back working again. I'm yeah. I'm humble. I'm humble. I mean Graham Graham Douglas does yeah. the casting sessions. Graham Douglas brought you and I together. We shot we shot this thing back in September that we're editing now with for, for my brother where you know like he's a cast off actor like because Paul had that same problem when he left WWE he's like Jonathan what do I do with my life and so. Uh, we had this idea, William Bibiani and, and Paul kind of thought of this idea where they, an alien planet, like Galaxy Quest, but in reverse, an alien planet, like Sword and Sorcery, uh-huh. like really the Beastmaster in Crawl. Right. They see wrestling through a portal and they're like, we need a champion, that's him. And oh, they, right. They, and so they bring that's this genius. pro wrestler there. And, but Paul plays himself. Oh, great. And Graham played our anthropomorphized owl wizard named Finn. Why wouldn't he? And, and, he, and, and just last week, Graham's like, how is that project going? Like, save me from casting. But what you're saying is there is no saving from casting. Like, it, it, like, you, like that fucking rent comes once a month, and it, you're either ready for it or it's not, so you better be ready for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was doing Secret Girlfriend, too, I was still running mm-hmm. sessions, and people were like, hey, you're on a show. How are you here? Yeah. I'm like, that's because I don't know if that show is still going on. Like, you never know. Just tell them because you drink alcohol. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I can only afford comics because I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> Just tell the them. It's booze budget. Be like, I'm a drunkard. That's why. You can be the fucking, you can be their ghost of Christmas past, dog. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, no one believed me because I'm such a highly functioning drunk. Yeah. Yeah, they just got, they wouldn't believe me. He's drunk right now. Yeah. Um, I'm so hammered. Now, I won't remember this. And now, I we, love you. No. <laughs> what is the best case situation that could happen with the wedding band? It becomes Glee? Like, you get uh, Glee money? I don't, you could become it could, it could Diana be Glee you know, Glee, Glee doesn't even get Glee money. We we look you know their contract for the money like they get nothing off those songs. I I cast Diana in something and she oh here we go no she revealed that she (laughs) revealed after I was like I want you to be in this yeah she revealed that she was on hold for Glee and I was like well when that doesn't get made yeah 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 (laughs) we shoot a week later and she's like uh it's gonna get made I'm like Mm. really and then I was like well it's gonna get made and it's gonna get six episodes and that'll be the deal yeah. And dude, it is the shit. Like oh, Glee yeah. is well, they such get the tour, a tour. They do the whole thing. Oh my god! Yeah. Like the guy, hand like money, hand over fist with this yeah. thing. Like Glee is a thing. Um, 
Do you, uh, I, uh, but Best I worry, but I worry for about us, though, you. I would, I would love to do this for a few years. And I worry about I you because Conan, does it feel like Conan is on another planet right now? Like he was Conan front and center when he was on NBC and everybody knows Conan, but then he goes to TBS. Do I you like, worry I, that, I mean, even though his show is still quality and we all still love Conan, yeah. that he's sometimes still doing Conan he's work. gone on to like a, like I listen to Howard Stern, for example, right. every day. I love Howard Stern, but he went to Satellite, and sometimes I talk to people who are like, he still does a radio show? Do you worry that TBS may not be the jumping off point for what I know you have as a multi-point plan for multimedia Taking dominance? Taking over the world, yes. yeah. Um, it, I mean, that remains to be seen, but I mean, look at what's happened to AMC, look what's happened to FX. I mean, like all these channels are kind of, they're doing great. Great response. If you look at the sunny in Philadelphia. So, so. you could be the Walter White of AMC. Be. Yeah. It would, it would be more white than Draper, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because of my alcoholism. No, that would make you more Draper. More, more Draper. Dra yeah. No. Oh, whoa. Think Let's about flip it. it back. Guys, you don't know this, but he just started doing push-ups and sit-ups in front of me. <laughs> and swimming. He's determined. He's determined <laughs> to be the sex symbol. He's going to an old-fashioned Y. Whoa. Look at him. <laughs> nice trunks. Um... I, I think that, you, that that is a great point. TBS, maybe that this is their popping off. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? But, I mean, I, I'm just enjoying the ride right now. i got billboards up around town, and this is just, you know, another fantastic Can milestone. Can fuck with you? Like, what's the weirdest person who's, like, looked at you and been like, I, no, I think you I know, recognize I will that say this, though. I you think know, I recognize that be, Being in the comedy community, like, w w things changed for me about five years ago, where it's like I was kind of – you met your wife. Not the darling of the comedy world. You met my wife. I, you know, that, kind of, that might have been that it, story. too. It's stability. But, stability. But it was also, too, like, you get a little bit of success, and people kind of, like, they don't dig it. I was never that way. I loved Wait, when what people... what do you mean? Oh, people are, like, spiteful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved when people above me got work. I'm not spiteful. I worry about you. Oh. When I read your tweets, I'd worry about you. Really? What I'm like, TBS. I'm fucking with you. No, but it, it, it's it's an odd thing, and people react to stuff the different way. I, I, but you were always happy for people. Always, always. I mean, I'm, I don't I don't see this competition and or anything. I agree. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Phil, and Jen, who I went to film school with, uh, Phil's going to be on the on the show soon. He just wrote and created Wreck It Ralph. Came out, made fifty million dollars last weekend. I never heard of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to talk about billboards all over town? Yeah, billboards all over the damn planet. They Toys, probably got fucking everything. billboards in like, like Korea. Like you know, you know, they, there's probably islands in the like South Pacific with Rick or Ralph on it. Yeah. And um, and Phil's gonna come on the show. Great. If he couldn't be nicer, send him an email, dude. Congrats on the opening. You got to come on Geekscape and talk about it. Um, you're right. I think positivity just breeds. Good energy coming back. Do you read The Secret? Is that what you subscribe to? Is that oh, yeah. About? I mean, I, I look at people's auras and the essence, and mm -hmm. every day I put my feet down. I say thank you. No, I'm just kidding. Have you ever, I, I mean, <laughs> but, but there are those assholes out there, and has anybody been an yeah. asshole to you and been like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people, of course. Of course, because it makes them feel better, and it's their own thing. But who cares? You know? Name names. Name names. We will make a uh, Geekscape Jihad. No. A Geekhod. I will say this, though, too, man. The comedy world's changed so much in the last 10 years of improv. Do you have, do you have two, two more seconds for No, this? no, no. I'm, I'm listening to yeah. you. But I'm saying, like, making sure everything's still working. Yeah. I, I grew up in a world where improv was very much inclusive. It was all about everybody come play. And improv was born out of – improv as performance was born out of all the group movements in the right. 60s. Group and love. And Steve Yoon group from sex. Walking Dead was part of the, is part of the I.O. crowd. He's friends yeah. with you guys. Absolutely. And Masioka was in there. Mm -hmm. a bunch of the, yeah. From Heroes, yeah. I, he was a student, and so was um, James Kyson Lee. They were both yeah. students of mine. Um, and everybody. But anyway, so to me, it was a very inclusive thing. And now we're in this world where it's like in, in, in the kind of – I don't even say hipster culture, but – where it's kind of cool to do improv now, whereas before it was kind of like everyone kind of just it's doing it. It's the only it. reason I haven't done improv yet. Yeah. And there's, but there's these people who are like, they yeah, don't talk to you, and they're not invested. Like, there's no theatricality to it anymore. It's all kind of like, 
a, a step removed. And are you talking about UCB right now? Snarkily commenting on. Are stuff. you talking about UCB? It's happening everywhere. Oh, it's happening everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. so you're talking about Groundlings? Yeah, no, not Groundlings. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, I, I, I think you're talking about the movement of like weird put off shit. Yeah, is is what comedy is. I don't is, like it, but I think I think it's reaching an apotheosis where it's going to end soon. No, I, at least you I hope have to it be will. inherently sincere and funny. If you aren't buying it, there's no investment right. from the audience to actually laugh or care about these characters. And some of the I stopped going to. I love what you guys and Tim Jennings and everybody at IO is doing. Mm-hmm. I love that what Scott's doing and what Graham's doing. But I stopped going to some of these theaters because it was it was a bunch of fucking weirdos just thinking that weird is funny. And I would sit for an hour after or paying. Or an odd reference or oh, whatever. Oh, and I'm sitting here like after paying 10 bucks as a, as a poor-ass kid living in Los Feliz. And, I, and I'm paying 10 bucks to sit for an hour and not laugh? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, I stopped doing I'm stand-up. a firm believer in, like, you're there to do a show. I stopped doing stand-up when I, kept, when I, couldn't, when I was too busy to write new material. And I was like, I, I can't go up and tell people the same jokes I've been telling for two years. Because you felt bad about it. Well, yeah, but some I, people it, who don't like, have that feeling. They're just, it's like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm a firm believer. In it. You're there to perform. It is a, people paid to see you. The other thing I hate too, like we our our shows we do on Fridays, and like we make a point of looking nice and whatever else. Yes. And you see these improvisers come out and cut off camo shorts. Yeah. Like, I paid ten bucks to see camo shorts. I have shorts. a fucked up haircut because then my like, dad won't expect anything from me. You think those fucking hipsters? You think I mean because you made the hipster thing. Like they work harder to look like that than they would to just look normal, I, and I mean, it's just to I tell their no, d- don't you like make that, a, no, you, hey, you're not gonna make enemies here on Geekscape. We're, <laughs> we're geeks. We're angry at the world. Yeah, all right. We spent high school getting thrown into lockers because yeah. we read fucking X Men. All right. I know, but but the, we're nothing but, but enemies here. But we're nothing but enemies. But the nerds, you're gonna call the police. <laughs> the police are gonna pick up and be like, "We're the police. How can I hurt you?" That's how it works here. I know, but all we're, right? we're, we're the, the world police. now. Though, the police can't help you. The nerds are. Nerds kind of rock right now, so we have we have a whole generation of entitled nerds. Yes, you know, so and, unfortunately, and so these hipsters suck. Their, their anger is misplaced. They put it on their audience. I guess. I and you know. think that there's going to be a reaction? They don't need the affection and the attention. You think that Rome will burn, and now we will get back to a point where mm-hmm. comedy is funny again. And I'll be Nero standing there. I don't know. I think well. I mean, everything. Your brother is totally trying to Instagram my dog right now, and my dog, <laughs> my dog, my dog is from Africa, and he believes that if you Instagram take him, his take, soul. it takes part of his soul. Yeah. yeah. His soul is just about to But get as long as you tweeted. put a cool filter on the soul, are you, you going to tweet, tweet my dog's soul? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Derek. Yeah. Uh, why is your dad coming to town when Thanksgiving is like two weeks away and he's just coming? They're coming in for a family event. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So. Oh, you're going to kill your brother. They're coming in for my big premiere, Jonathan. Get out of here. No. No, but are it, they really? It, it Did you guys okay. have a premiere? No, we're, we're all just going to go watch it uh, at one of our cast members' houses. Okay. We're okay. A small Brian's, Brian's house? Yeah, not Brent's house. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've had so much fun here today. Well, I'm just like, all right, well, this, I mean, I'm excited for you. Honestly, Thank I've been you. wanting to have you go on here to talk about Wedding Band, but if I brought you in too early, the audience wouldn't, wouldn't, they would, forget, they'd forget these, yeah. these kids. Not that they don't forget. Like, these kids, they've been with me six years. Yeah. It's insane. Bless like, you guys. Like, I love the Geekscapists. Bless you guys. They've been with me for six years, um, but I wanted to make sure that we didn't record this after your episode was already up. Like, That's you right. guys, right now... Well, set your DVRs. You're kids. setting this... Set your DVRs and it's a fun watch show. the wedding the, band. S- the second one, especially for Geeks Is it a one-hour show or 30 one-hour show. show. Oh, that's good. But the second one takes place at Comic-Con. So you got The second t- one takes place at yes. Comic-Con. Yeah. So you got to watch that one. Hmm. The Seattle Comic-Con. But yeah. Oh, really? It's Emerald City? Emerald City. All right. Yeah. But you guys shot it here. We shot it here. Yeah. Hollywood smoke and mirrors, man. Santa who Clarita do you, who do you looks trust? so much like Who Seattle. do you trust anymore? <laughs> All right, so guys, it's called The Wedding Band. It's on TBS. Go check your DVR and your, and your, your 
cable cast like like listing right now and put it on your DVR because uh, he plays the drummer Derek Miller our very own Derek Miller who's been with Geekscape all this time he's back with us and when he uh, I'm when here he every week now now when he when he when he plays that character again with Mark Wahlberg in Transformers Four as we've reported on the website Mark Wahlberg is Wahlberg be doing it well there's uh, the whole thing that Michael Bay wants Mark Wahlberg you should read Geekscape because we got these crazy articles that go up. And I, I read so this is on the web. I'm just that that that, uh, <laughs> that Mark Wahlberg supposedly might be in. You should call Marky Mark and be like, "Hey guys, I was in Transformers Three. Maybe your character didn't kill off. Maybe you're maybe you can be the funny guy in this one. Yeah, maybe. Like, hey Mark, this stuff is never wacky. saw never saw me die. You never saw you die, huh? Just running next to Malkovich. So maybe you can be in Transformers Four. Maybe with Tyrese. Wait, does Tyrese die in Transformers 4? Yeah, he's there writing it, remember? <laughs> yeah, he's, he does okay. the punch-up. <laughs> yeah, he just does the punch-up parts. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, tra- Transformers 4, I want to see you. I want to see you in Wedding Band 5. Well, second season. Yeah. We'll, we'll start we'll there. We'll take it to 5. Um, and you, Geekscape, is nowhere to find them. Uh, thanks for coming on Geekscape, dude. Thanks for having me, John. Excited Geekscape.net. And and thanks for letting my you? brother photograph your dog. I love that in, your brother stole my dog's. Yeah. I don't know if my dog has a soul. <laughs> like, my dog is either intensely wise or intensely vacant. I can't tell. But he has sort of a downs thing to him. Like, this Frenchie, he comes into the room and just stares at you from the door, which is like what you do when you want to murder somebody. Like, he literally, he feels like single white, like, Frenchie in this. Like, single white female. Like, he'll literally just stare at you from the door. And I'm like, oh, that guy won't try and he's smother me. For weak, looking for weaknesses. We make sure that It's he's a good in, thing you don't drink. Every night yeah. we make sure he's in a crate, because otherwise I think he would try and smother you in your sleep. <laughs> like a fucked up cat. Yeah, like he is the pillow. Look Clip at this little thing. Clip his nails. Clip his nails. His spine is literally made out of marshmallows. Look at this lump. This French bulldog that we, that we just adopted. Look at him. How did that shit evolve this far? Like, that is called food in the Cretaceous area. Like, in the Cretaceous area, that thing's called food. Yeah. You are lucky that humans evolved long enough to protect you. And lucky we don't have a taste for your meat. Yeah, and you're, sure, and you're, you're damn right that, I, uh, yeah. that I'm lucky I don't drink. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, let you guys run to the airport. The wedding band. Uh, good TBS to see you. So Saturdays. Much, we just shook hands. No one could see that. Geekscape is. That's how much. We shook hands like this, this is, Like this is Leno. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Geekscape. I'm drinking out of my mug. Derek Miller, everybody. He's amazing. Fucking photo snooty brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He's running around like, like Jimmy Olsen. Oh, and follow me on Twitter. The, yeah, Derek, the Derek Miller. The Derek Miller. Don't confuse him with Derek Miller. He's no, that the guy's Derek a Miller. jerk. Yeah. The, the Derek, Derek Miller. Miller. All right, I'm I'm Jonathan London on Twitter, because I was faster than Derek, and uh, we. <laughs> well, I changed names first. I was something that I thought was clever. And then I'm like, oh, I'm actually gonna need my. Nobody's real thing. finding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one found audiophilic. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys in the next Geekscape. Peace, friends. Peace. <laughs>